Hey, hey, Assalamu alaikum, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of MIF. Today, we've got a special treat for you all. Uh, joining us is Sabir Chawala from Century 21. He is one of our sponsors for this year's festival. And before we get into introductions, uh, you know, I'm going to introduce myself. I know you guys are not used to hearing me as a host, and I've replaced uh, Hira as the host because obviously I'm doing a better job. Um, but nonetheless, uh, just jokes aside, I'm going to pass it on to Sabir Chawala to have him introduce himself. Well, uh, well, thank you. Thank you again. I guess I, I'm your guest because I guess I'm better than you. Uh, <laughs> so that probably puts me on a higher pedestal than you. But no, folks, <laughs> jokes aside, thank you for having me over here. And it's always an honor um, to be one of the guests and also be a, a sponsor to this, uh, this great event uh, that's going to be taking place. So, Sabir Chawala, uh, let's go ahead, uh, Kadir. Let's, let's dig in and let's dive in. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, so let's, let's start off with some light questions. Um, you know, we'll, we'll engage the crowd and, you know, maybe people want to know just related to the film and whatnot. Um, I don't know if you watched uh, Marvel movies at all or superhero movies growing up or even nowadays, but, you know, we want to ask you who your favorite character is and why. Wow. You know what? Uh, that reminds me of uh, my first Marvel movie was the Superman. Uh, oh, wow. Christopher Reeve. Christopher oh, wow. Reeve in the, in the 80s, you know, the first oh, Superman. A long time. Long yeah, time yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't tell you my age, but I guess now you know that it's been a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Superman. But then as, as time progressed, there's been so many Marvel movies and I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed my wife and I, we went to go see Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man that came out. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it, was it uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Exactly. Yeah, right. It, uh, it was great. So I, you know, I would have said uh, Superman, but then I'm like thinking, oh yeah, I, I like Spider-Man, man. You know what yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it got some emotions. It's got a story to it and everything. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Absolutely. So Spider-Man probably is, is right there right now. Absolutely. Cool. No, no, that's good. I, I, I Spider-Man is really cool. They've done a lot of good, like, uh, you know, trials and, and with the actors, especially for the Spider-Man nowadays. Um, and like, he's a really cool character. Usually I would say mine is the Hulk. Um, but, you know, I am kind of liking Spider-Man nowadays, too, especially with the new movies coming out. So that's uh -huh. a good choice. Superman, Spider-Man is a good choice. But um, but yeah, so. You know, just aside from that as well, I also wanted to ask, you know, nowadays, like when we're looking at film or even TV shows, especially um, and being the Muslim International Film Festival, we're trying to push this message out. You know, what what do you think and what your what's your take on um, Muslim representation within the film industry or, or the TV shows and all that? Like, is are we being fairly represented? Is there not enough representation? Like, what's your take on it? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, we are underrepresented. Uh, definitely, is one thing, and and I, and I think it goes back to our community and our society, also, right? Uh, it's looked at as a, a, a not a good career choice. It's looked at down still. Uh, the Indian parents or the Indo-Pak parents want the son or daughter to be the doctor, the engineer, mm. the lawyers, the accountant. Um, so that, yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> They're kind of unique. So, oh, why do you want to become an actor? <laughs> it can't happen. Exactly. You know what I mean, you can have that discussion with uh, with the parents, especially when I was growing up, um, late '80s and '90s. If I wanted to go to Bollywood, uh, that discussion wasn't going to happen at all. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. 
So, so that's how, probably what it is. So yes, we're underrepresented. And at the same time, our community doesn't look at that as a profession, right? Mm. Uh, so that needs to certainly change and see how we can make that change and see what we can get a better representation and make it into a business career, however you want to call it. Because I mean, if you look at it, maybe not in Hollywood, but I mean, certainly in Bollywood, you know, the greatest, some of the few of the best actors, some of the great directors have been from the Muslim community itself. I, I guess what you say is right. Like, I don't know why they don't, you know, look at the community is so sheltered and very like short minded approach and very narrow. Like they're not really open to the world out there. Right. And the world of possibilities, like even, even with your profession nowadays too, real estate, right? Like young guys trying to get into real estate. It's like, okay, you know, we're going to do real estate. But again, the parents would be like, oh, it's not one of the top, top three or four professions that you, you we wanted you to get into. And what is real estate? Like you're doing a lot of this work for nothing. Like initially, I'm sure you have to hustle a lot and whatnot, right? So um, same thing with that. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you've experienced that growing up, especially getting into real estate. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, let me give you a little background. Uh, people that are listening to this is that I work for corporate Canada. I worked for Dell Computers for about 13, 14 years. Uh, and then I had a, a corporate job with IT sales at IBM. So here it is, you know, with corporate Canada, multi-billion dollar corporations working with them. And all of a sudden saying, uh, I want to get away from there and go into this uh, real estate career full time. That means it's a business now. You don't know when your next uh, pay is coming in, your next commission check is coming in. And uh, my wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, obviously, she'd be wondering, like, where are you going to get, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do this? You're not <laughs> going to get paid. You're going to get paid tomorrow, Friday. Right. Now all of a sudden we're not going to see any paychecks. So it was a tough conversation. And obviously with my family also, my parents saying that, Hey, you got a great job. You know what I mean? There's going to be mm-hmm. retirements. IBM will take care of you, this, this, this. Uh, but they only saw the smaller picture. They didn't see the bigger picture, the opportunity of being an entrepreneur having a business uh it took a few years to build that business but once it was built uh alhamdulillah you know the things started coming in uh the risk came in uh and, and it gave me a better sense to say that i don't have to depend on a corporation but my risk came from the higher power mm-hmm. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who is a provider and sustainer of your risk, meaning your commission, your pay, whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it. That faith was much more bigger on them. Even if you lost a transaction, even if you didn't win a, a transaction, they didn't buy from you or sell from you. But that faith was so strong because it wasn't written in my, my, mm-hmm. my, my however it is. Right. But I faith went into it and my faith was much more stronger and I believe that's what people need to understand that we as a community say, hey, an entrepreneur is a great spirit to have. Entrepreneurship is great to have. Uh, there's more opportunities for you, but it's also scary at the same time. Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like, I feel like you, need to have a, you need to have a balance, especially when it comes to destiny. Like whatever is written for you will happen, right? And this is kind of what we believe, not only as a community, but as Muslims, right? Like it, it, with the... With the religion, we're taught to believe like you got to, at the end of the day, you put your faith in Allah, you know, our God, and then you, you let that carry out. But it doesn't mean you put, you don't put your own effort throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. If somebody said to me and said, well, if destiny is already written, then 
why do you work? Why do you have to? Yeah. And then Allah exactly. Taala said that if you did not ask, make a dua for X, Y, Z, that's why I didn't give it to you. Right. If you make a dua if you didn't pick up your hands and if you didn't go down and subdue it, if you didn't make that effort. Yes, exactly. It was written in your destiny, but guess what? You yeah. had to do something. Yeah, and it's all about the effort at the end of the day, right? Like, <clears throat> there's no, there's no freebies, right? It's like getting on those group projects and just writing it until <laughs> it's finished and not doing anything. Um, but yeah, no, cool. Like, I thank you for that. So, I, just related to that too, um, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, getting into the career and stuff, and Muslim misrepresentation or underrepresentation of Muslims in film and TV. But what about? being a Muslim in the corporate world and being a Muslim as an entrepreneur nowadays. Like, let's talk about, you know, what it is being from the South Indian or South, South Asian community or Indo-Pak community coming here, settling, being Canadian citizen, growing up with the skin of color in, in that business environment or in that, you know, corporate world. Like, how is that? Have you seen discrimination? Have you seen unfair advantages take place? Um, so let me step back. I mean, not many of you know, but I came as a, as a five-year-old child in 1974 from India. Uh, so 70s, 80s, growing up, uh, going to school. Um, it was a lot of discriminations in the 70s and 80s, growing up with the colored skin. And the name Sabir uh, is not one of those common names back then. Not many of you knew that, heard of it and everything. So a lot of discrimination. But then when I got into the corporate world, Kadir, I saw discrimination again. Uh, you know, we wanted to pray. You know, you, you figured it's, it's Salah time, Zohar time. And then especially right after 9-11, there was a prayer. Mm. Religious, but then you go and pray over there. It's like, whoa, what is this yeah. person? It was a different time. Like a day ago, people looked at you differently. The next day, right after 9-11, you go and pray um, for Zohar prayer. Mm-hmm. They looked at you differently. That's crazy. They sat down in the, the lunchroom. They looked at you differently. But, I, but I'm the same guy 24 sure. hours ago. We yeah. just lunch together 24 hours ago. Yeah. Now you're looking at me differently. So absolutely there was discrimination. Uh, there was a, the, the color issue, uh, the name issue, the religion issue. Um, so it was difficult. It was mm. difficult. Uh, but I think the best thing that came out of that is that's where you got to say, man, I'm going to break through the barriers. I'm going to get out there. So it means mm. you have to work harder. Mm. Right? Okay. You have to work more harder to achieve that one goal you had. Maybe somebody did not have to work just as hard enough. Right. I think that's why we're in this world. We brought into this world for a reason. Um, right. you know, my, my question every day I ask myself right now is, uh, what is my purpose in this world? Right. You know, you're going to live your 75, 80, 90 years old, whatever life you have. Nobody knows yet. Mm. What is your purpose? What are you going to get out of it? What are people going to know for you? What is going to be on that tombstone? You know what I mean? I know. Exactly. We don't know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that purpose. That's that contentment. Yeah. That as an individual in to get. And that's what I found that. So we had some challenges as a community. I had challenges growing up uh and everything but i think that made us a stronger community stronger ummah and made you a better person so so why complain and bicker over things mm-hmm. take that on challenge and, and move forward with it yeah and make it into positive so i found that there's there's two things there's there's a negative and there's a positive 
either you could be a negative person and, and that's going to pull you down or be positive and push yourself up. Right. You make a decision because negative and positive cannot be together. It's mm. one or the other. Right. You want to be that negative? Great. But if you want to be that positive, so ask yourself that question. I'm mm. going to be that positive guy and inspired, motivated and make a change out there, whatever it takes. Yeah. I can bicker and complain all day long. So no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I see it. And I, I think I think it's great. Like, you know, for those who are listening and for those who don't know, uh, you know, Sabir here it has been so involved in the community for, for years. <clears throat> and we've worked at the masjid together a lot of times. And he's always doing his part to, like, motivate the youth, especially and young entrepreneurs. So it, it's great to see, you know, um, you know, no matter what you go through in life, you know, you have to choose to be that positive person, be that light to kind of guide people in life and push others up, push yourself up, right? Like, I think when, when I get asked, uh, you know, what my biggest fear is, you know, and I don't, I don't usually think of like material fears or like physical tangible fears in life. I have this more of a conceptual fear that one day, you know, if I, if I die, I want to make sure I leave my mark behind, you know, like I don't want to be the one who's not remembered for something. And that's kind of like make, my biggest conceptual fear is not making it or not doing something that I'm remembered for, you know, especially in a positive way. So it makes sense, like whatever you said, you know, and whatever you're doing. So, yeah, thank you for that. I think a lot of people will appreciate the advice, too. But, um, yeah, and I think, let's see. So I did have another question. Um, just at the end, like you're, you know, for, for young, you know, whether it's in the film industry or actually, you know what, before that, we were talking about, you know, the 9-11 after 9-11 happened and then, you know, you went through all that. So I've see, I see like in a, a lot of films and TVs and movies, like they they make films about 9-11 and, you know, what happens to that Muslim population, how they look at Muslims differently. Uh, you know, a lot of those like very stereotypical kind of fears are presented and on screen like that. Like, do you think what the what is represented on screen is accurate to what happened in real life with you um partially yes it, you could say definitely uh the way they portrayed especially in the corporate world mm -hmm. uh and on and also in the 70s and 80s we muslims were look you know you couldn't walk around with a with a, a dopey or a cap on with a kurta pajama and everything uh on the street the way we do right now so right. they did look down on us. They did. Uh, I mean, they didn't basically say you are uh, an individual or anything of that nature, but definitely we were looked down at. Definitely we mm -hmm. were seeing that. And especially after 9-11 happened, we certainly were looked down and, and gone from there. But yeah, definitely that was. And what you do see portrayed in the films, uh, I believe so. I believe so. They've shown this. And mm -hmm. But they haven't shown the real side of Islam. I mean, Islam is a beautiful country, beautiful religion, sorry. Islam yeah. is beautiful, loving, caring. Uh, you know, our Prophet showed us a love and care that you need to have right. for, even for these tiniest animal. Yeah, animal love. So we're loving people. But yet yeah. it's always been the negative side that we've been portrayed. Mm. Uh, and, and that's what they portray. Uh, and I hope, and I hope that that, changes that connotation of us muslims changes um years to come yeah uh, 
uh, and that, and hopefully media can play a big role. Hopefully social media can play a big role to show that we are not what you say we are. We right. are different than what you portray to us out there. So absolutely. And, and I believe the best way to do is we need to be successful entrepreneurs. Yeah. We need to be successful uh, business owners, successful, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the same time, at the same time, and I, I keep saying this in the masjid, you know that, uh, Kadir, is that we need to give back. Let's not just be cocoon and say it's only for the Muslim community. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's only not just feed the Muslim community when it comes to uh, the iftar. No, yeah. there's hundreds and thousands. Like yeah. uh, Thanksgiving is in, in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Why don't we feed the homeless? Why don't we feed and say this is the this is what Muslim is all about? Yeah. You don't see people going hungry out there. Yeah. And, and that can happen only through a successful entrepreneur, successful business, successful community. And we spread the love. Because when you help, this reminds me of a hadith I was reading. And it says, Rasulullah said that the one who is closest to Allah is he or she that helps other people in their difficult times. Hmm. So if you're helping the other, so it doesn't just necessarily mean helping a Muslim. But a lot of people that's going to anxiety, that's going to depression, that's going to hunger in this difficult time. Right. Be the leader and we go out there to help people. When you get closer to those people, you and I are going to be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you're closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are going to be closer to getting yourself closer to Jannah al-Firdos, my friend. That's it. I mean, yes. That's all we need. You just said we want to leave a legacy behind. Why don't we do that? And I believe as a community, we can that's do missing. It. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I want to say. That's something that's missing. So that's what I yeah. want like to do and say. That's something we need to do, folks. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Inshallah, for sure. And you know, I think with a lot of people coming in now, especially with the Muslim International Film Festival, I know media is one big way to kind of like shift that image of Muslims. You know, and now Muslim filmmakers even coming in, and this is the reason why the Muslim International Film Festival exists, is because we can get these Muslim filmmakers to kind of show their work and start you know, give them a platform to kind of, you know, elevate their work and elevate that message of Muslims not being who we think we are kind of thing. And, and this is amazing, like working through as a community, of course, like, I think we'll be able to kind of achieve heights that we've never achieved before. It's it's as long as we're on the same path and the same vision. So um, I know we have a couple of minutes left. Um, I think lastly, you know, I just wanted to ask, you know, what your final piece of advice would be to, you know, Muslims, entrepreneurs, uh, professionals, um, you know, filmmakers even, or, you know, business owners, people who just are trying to figure their way out, you know, in life at a young age or even whatever age they are, like what their next step is like, you know, what's your final piece of advice to, to Muslim professionals or anyone out there just trying you know to what, figure um, out? Do what you love. Do what you love. Enjoy. Uh, maybe your parents may not agree with you out there. And, and I had those challenges in my times basically 80s and 90s but do what you love but do it with a complete dedication focus persistent and consistency will win the race at the end of the day put your mind to it put your heart to it and you will be able to succeed Uh, success at the end of the day for me I'm at a different level right now at an age different level as an age so I don't mean it in another way, so don't show that in a disrespectful way. But at the end of the day, do something 
that helps you get to your ultimate goal, which is genital fertility. And that's one thing. But at the same time, do something that you love and your passion. If it's filmmaking, you want to be that the best blogger out there and, and earn a living. Want to be that biggest, best realtor out there. Get out there. Be the best um, lawyer. Put in the fa- passion and get out there and do it with full passion and put right. in the focus. That's what I want to say is we live in Canada, North America, and I believe we're living in a day and age that there's so much opportunity for everybody. There's right. so much opportunity to get out there and make things happen. And you know what? It can only happen if you put in the effort and make things happen. Take action, folks. That's yeah. what I want. Take action and make it happen. <clears throat> Don't excuses and sit around and say, hey, this is what it is and whatnot. No. If you're just going to sit there and make excuses, yeah, negative and positive, man. Don't be that negative person. Be that shining light and, and, and make yourself proud, make your parents proud at the same time. Absolutely. Full. Yeah, no, thank you. And I think, you know, it, it's so true what you say, just get out there and do something you like. Cause I remember some, someone saying something, you know, every single person in this world gets in the, gets up in the morning and puts on, puts on their pants the same way. So no one's different. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone has to put on their pants in the morning the same way. And everyone has 24 hours. It's just, what you do with your time and what they do with their time is a little different. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the advice. You know, I, I'm sure everyone will enjoy this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you so much for joining us, Sabir. Uh, really, really appreciate your time. Um, <clears throat> and thank you so much for sponsoring Myth this year as well. Um, and yeah, if you have anything else, please let me know. Uh, anyone else, if you guys have any you know, suggestions or who you'd like to see next on the podcast or what you'd like to hear about, please message Miff online on the social media channels. Uh, Sabir, thank you for joining us once again. I'll see you at your son's wedding because uh, I'll be there. <laughs> and then we'll take hey, it from there. Were you on the <laughs> <laughs> right. yes, yeah, I, I, yes, absolutely. All right, uh, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. Stay blessed. Um, and let's go from, let's just, uh, Let's, you know what they say? Yeah, let's hit it out of the ballpark. That's yes, there it is. There, there it is. is. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for having me.